Heidi Ho, you doomers, tumors, and shroomers. It's Dirty Mike and Stinky Steph. Go on. And that's that's it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Thought that you were gonna come in. Well, I Steph made me say that. I didn't at all. He came up with that on his own. I take no credit. All right. <laughs> Let's get on with it. <clears throat> Bits and bobs. Oh, welcome to follow the Pharynx episode slash blog post number eleven. <clears throat> This one is titled, So About Change. Bits and Bobs. Micah, would you care to do the Bits and Bobs? Okay. Bits and Bobs. Word of the week is crack on, carry on. Crack on. It It means carry on. (laughs) Used in a sentence that says, I'll just crack on with the job then. Do that in an English accent? I'll just crack on with the job then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> recipe of the week sweet potato cauliflower tacos we made this but in a quinoa bowl style instead of tacos and chicken uh, because it lasts longer and, and there's more protein admittedly though it does not taste as good yeah it's better with in the tacos but uh, yes current read <laughs> the Thursday murder club you didn't like my meal last week no oh But that's okay. Life goes on. (laughs) (laughs) The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. Steph just finished it, and she gives it a 10 out of 10. A must buy. I will also say that I was thrilled to find out that I apparently was late to to the reading of this book. And there's already three more sequels out in this series. So now I just have... Tons of reading to do, and I'm <clears throat> thrilled by it. I was not ready to say goodbye to the Thursday Murder Club. Uh, latest hype? Well, we just explored a new path of the trail network of our backwoods. And wildlife spotted. Uh, daffodils are popping up everywhere as of late. What is the bird that you photographed that I put in here? Because you also Eurasian blackbird. We have a lot of Eurasian blackbirds in our yard, and yeah, and I so I finally decided it's about time I get like a real camera, and I just got it and practiced taking some shots the other day, and I got this picture of this bird that I was very happy with, and that was just right out in front of our house. Anyhow, <coughs> so yeah, so to start off this about change episode uh we have a few little updates on the Farinic front and that's the last one but uh we'll skip to that and then come back so micah got a camera and there's a few shots on the blog if you want to see it and unedited shots by the way which i was very happy with how they came out unedited right out of the print and we'll say I will say, is there anyone more suited to own a camera than Micah? Honestly, I'm so excited. It was nice because taking photos of the birds felt a little bit like catching Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. um, Another update is that I, Steph, got a new job. 
So I'll be shifting from cafe supervisor at Micah's Uni to a management position of a recently opened cute little woman-owned coffee shop in the heart of Exeter. It's hold on, hold on. Are the women little or is the shop little? Both. <laughs> <laughs> the shop is exactly like stepping into Little Woman, the movie. No, it's not at all. I wish it was. That would be more magical. Anyways, the shop's called Arietti. A-R-R-I-E-T-T-Y. If any of you want to check it out online. Please go on Google and give it a five-star review. Please. <laughs> I'm trying to market it because as part of this job, I'm supposed to be turning it into a profitable business. Profitable business. And they asked me, can you turn a profit? And I said, yes. And I've never done that before. So we'll see if I actually can. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I also get to work with a bunch of college-age baristas. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. I really love that age group. I also just love the values behind this place. Uh, they're really focused on local, sustainable, and female-empowered stuff. So, um, And the fact that we sell local wildflowers along with amazing coffee. I mean, come on. It's going to be a great job. Egg. What? Eh. I didn't know what that sound you made was. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't know why I made that noise. <laughs> <laughs> you were malfunctioning. I was. Uh, uh, second update is Micah finishes classes March 29th and will be working exclusively on his dissertation from April to summer's end. Uh, he's digging in Hungary this summer and doing research on plant remains from a Roman city near Budapest. Um, plant remains? I don't understand how this works at all, so we're going to ask him right now. What don't you understand? How do you recognize that they're plant remains? How do you sift out the plant well, plants to study them? There are several ways that plant remains can become preserved in the archaeological record. One and one of the most common is they can be burned, and so they turn into oh, charcoal, basically, and that keeps them from decaying. Um, another one is if they're in a waterlogged environment, um, that also creates an environment in which they can be preserved. Or in some parts of the world where it's very, very hot and dry, like you know, the Middle East or like Egypt, they've found, uh, like in Egyptian tombs, they've found just like bowls of food sitting out five, you know, 4,000 years old and they're recognizable as food as they were you know, just because it's so dry they don't, they don't decay at all what kind of food have they found in the Egyptian tomb? oh, I don't know just offhand, I mean like all sorts of like nuts and fruits and things like oh, that wow. yeah. hmm. um, and anyways, the stuff that I will be finding is probably going to be charred remains of grains maybe fruit, uh, stuff like that, and you, you get them out of the ground. Basically, you f the stuff's real small, so it'll, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll take dirt, and you, you do what you float. You float it. So you run it through, like, several buckets of water, and because it's organic material and it's lighter than the dirt, it, the organic material floats to the surface, and you skim it off, mm. and then the dirt just sinks, and you keep doing that. And then after you have them all, you 
then you can analyze them and kind of figure out what is in there. Yeah. Okay, good. That's <coughs> helpful. Um, so, yeah, Micah, as you all probably know, if you've ever met Micah even once, he is quite a foodie. And there's no one that is more fun to feed than Micah. Um, he's always been interested in both plants and food. So doing more of an archaeobotany type of niche within archaeology, which is what this plant remains research project is, uh, it's really perfect for him. Uh, so a lot of people in this field love food and are just trying to answer questions about food in the ancient world, i.e., what was the Roman street food scene like? Dying to know. Thank goodness this was the topic of Micah's first paper. Kind of. <laughs> it pretty much was. I mean, if anyone wants to read his first paper, I was so interested in it. So Anyhow. DM me if you want to read it. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. We, we better crack on <laughs> with this. Uh, once his disc is complete, the plan is for Micah to get a job in commercial archaeology or heritage work, hopefully in Exeter. Um, or anywhere that will have me. <laughs> well, I just got a new job, so we're hoping to stay in Exeter. And if we're successful, <clears throat> Micah will be able to get a graduate visa and we will stay here an additional two years. Fingers crossed, visa stuff is, visa stuff is very up in the air now with some new legislation here, so prayers welcome. At least an additional year <laughs> is, is what we would like. But Yeah, we're hoping to be here at least another year. But yeah, the, um, if you're interested in all the visa stuff that's going on that's really frustrating, I linked it in the blog. Um, third update is, well, I guess fourth update, we're moving. So our current cottage is in Cristo. And that was just a short-term lease, and so come March 16th, we'll have a new abode in the village of Sprayton. Basically, this is the equivalent of moving from Maple Grove to Roseville, or for Iowans, like moving from Boone to Nevada. Same distance from the city, different angle. We're stoked about our new cottage and can 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 we can can confirm it contains that same several hundred years old whimsical magic-like quality of our current place. Plus, it's a two-bedroom, so can y'all please come visit us? Please, please. I just sit in my room at night alone and cry. Same. Every night. And I come in and I have to, <clears throat> you know, pat him on the head until he calms. Yeah. This place, it probably is a lot older than the place we live now even. Because yeah. uh, it's part of like a complex of houses that I think I looked it up and I think the oldest one was from like the 1500s. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once we move into that place I will look up the details and I'll write a full post just about our new place for anyone interested. Um, okay, so about change. I, we, the Pharynx, are now experts in the sunflower field called change, are we not? We are all self-confirmed. A life filled with change can be exciting and ripe with joy, or it can be devastating or extremely difficult. Whether it's a change of job or career, losing a loved one, a breakup, saying goodbye, simply a perspective change, or moving across the world, I think the advice is the same. Roll with it, babe. 
So this is my personal advice, everybody. I recently watched Dune for the first time, preparing for the sequel in March per Micah's request. And first will say, I should have watched it much sooner because I loved it. No comments? Well, no, yeah, you should have. You could have come to the theater with Sawyer and Andrew and Anna. Yeah, yeah, terrible decisions on my part. Secondly, and back on topic, there is this massive sandworm thing that eats people in the movie. When it's coming, you can see it making waves in the sand and the whole floor or ground begins to shake and you just start sinking in it. Micah told me that if sand vibrates at a certain frequency, it becomes the consistency of water and essentially you just go under and don't come back up. Yeah, essentially sand can be vibrated and, and basically turn into like a liquid state almost. Yeah, yeah. So in the movie, people who are newbies to this sand land, it's very hazardous and they will definitely be eaten. But the sand natives in Dune have adapted. I don't remember their name. Apologies to the diehards out there. Do you remember their name? The Fremen. The Fremen have adapted. Um, yeah, so they step in an irregular walking pattern to avoid attracting the sandworm. They have blue eyes because of long exposure to the spice in the sand air. They have clothing that collects their sweat and makes it drinkable. And they are even seen riding the sandworm itself at the end of the movie. Dun dun dun, spoilers, I should have said that. I hope you're tracking with me. Sandworm <coughs> equals change. And we can either let it eat us or we can learn to ride it. Do you like that? Yeah, wow. Long, <laughs> long build up. Long build up. I'm stunned. <laughs> oh, man. I've had this visual in my head of my life the last six months. I'm life vested and shivering on a big yellow tube, riding down a raging rapid. Mike is screaming on my left. I imagine sandworm riding feels quite similar. It's bumpy for sure, but we're headed somewhere. Where? I don't know, but we're headed somewhere. Imagine trying to go whitewater rafting upstream or attempting to harness a sandworm to go wherever you bid. Strenuous, exhausting, infuriating, and just impossible. The only way is down. So I say again, roll with it, babe. And there's a cool little uh, photo mm. on my blog if you'd like to see. <clears throat> when change is joy-producing, scary, grief... grief <laughs> Groof-inducing? <laughs> okay, when change is joy-producing, scary, grief-inducing, or fill-in-the-blank, we've, we've got to just roll. This means being present. Notice how it feels. Let that noticing lead to tears, laughter, goofy kitchen child jigs, desperate dinner prayers. Lean over the side to see the sand rippling or the water splashing up into your face. Notice how blue it all is. Hold on tightly to the tube, keeping you above water. Listen well to your partner to the left, yelling simultaneous curses, blessings, and survival instructions. This is rolling with it. This is presence. This is thriving in change. Simply noticing how alive you feel as you're being carried. I'm going to read that again. This is rolling with it. This is presence. This is thriving in change. 
to simply notice how alive you feel as you're being carried. Micah and I are in our why not time of life, and at the same time in our hold on tight to the tube slash don't fall out era. What I'm realizing is this is not temporary. The whitewater rafting era is simply life. Change will greet you in small ways every single day. Some days it will feel like the arrival scene from Zootopia, which I have linked in my blog. And some reason this scene makes me feel so weepy now that I've moved. I don't know why. I, I watched it because I was going to link it, and then I watched it, and then I just started, like, weeping. Anyways, so stupid. Um, some days it will feel like the arrival scene from Zootopia, and other days it will be like... Anna's cave, Anna's cave scene in Frozen 2, which I'm sure you all know without having to watch that again. Um, we are changing every second, aging with each breath, being shaped with each new circumstance, chosen or not, big or small. My advice as the expert is this. Take note. Smile back at that gorgeous wrinkling face in the mirror and say, we're going to ride the sandworm today, babe. And that's it. There's also a actual... A very racy photo of me. Not racy photo. Real... <laughs> why would you say that? Because I'm not wearing a shirt. First you start the episode calling people shroomers. <laughs> and now you're lying to them about a racy photo. You'll have to go and see what this photo is. Which it's... I know the second that you said racy photo, Ezra Doss rushed to the blog. <laughs> He couldn't get on fast he enough. He couldn't get on fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hope he listens to this. Um, anyways, there is... Sorry to keep the suspense building. There's real footage of Micah Whitewater rafting back before I met him, actually. Oh, wait. I put I put the wrong year in here. I'm going to have to update that. Oh, yeah. That was not... Yeah. It was back before I met him. You please Probably go look at the photo and notice everybody else in the photo smiling, and Micah looks like he is about to. I'm fighting lose. for my life in this photo. He looks like he's fighting for his life, and everyone else looks like they're having a good time. <laughs> Anyways, that's the episode today, folks. I hope that you enjoyed, got a little um, good old wisdom, and a good laugh. And see you next week. Any parting comments, my love? Nope. I've said all I need to say. <laughs>